are listening to The Book Judge, a podcast about books that you should read if you're interested in business. I'm your host, Conrad Chua, and I will review books that cover the usual business school disciplines like strategy, marketing, innovation, but also some professional development books and even fiction. For this first episode, I'll be introducing the latest book by Jonah Berger called The Catalyst, How to Change Anyone's Mind. Berger teaches marketing at Wharton, and I read his earlier book, Contagious, where he examined how some products and ideas catch on. I learned a lot from that book about how things go viral and how social behaviours and attitudes can change very quickly when you least expect it. In The Catalyst, Jonah takes a different tack. He examines how we can change minds and behaviours one person at a time. And this is a very relevant issue in business where if you're a leader, you're always persuading and changing people's behaviours, whether that be your employees or customers or investors. One of Jonah's main points is that very often we fall into the trap of pushing the subject. So if a client is not buying, we send them more brochures and more slide decks. If an employee is not changing his or her behavior, we send them more facts or issue veiled threats at the next performance appraisal. When my daughter does not eat her vegetables, I go from telling her veggies are good for her to taking away that sweet drink until she finishes her broccoli. But as any parent or leader knows, this approach doesn't work even if you have the best of intentions. People just harden their attitudes and dig deeper into their positions. I end up eating my daughter's leftover broccoli. Jonah suggests a different approach, the catalyst. Just like a catalyst causes a chemical reaction by offering an alternative pathway, Jonah suggests you can change minds by removing roadblocks and lowering the barriers to taking action. He starts with the story of how a hostage negotiator persuades a suspect from the Russian mob to give himself up, not by using threats of violence or incarceration, but by listening, getting into the suspect's shoes, easing the pressure, and getting them to see that their best option is to come up with his hands in the air. Like many of these books, The Catalyst has a central framework that Jonah puts together into an acronym, REDUCE. According to him, Catalyst Reduce Reactants, the R, Ease Endowment, the E, Shrink Distance, the D, Alleviate Uncertainty, U, and Find Corroborating Evidence, CE, hence REDUCE. As these business acronyms go, this is quite a clever one since the book is all about reducing barriers to change. I'm not going to go through all this, you still need to read the book, but I wanted to share one example. And this is where Jonah Berger does a great job throughout the book. He separates a case study at the end of each chapter, so it's clear that he's using the case study to elaborate on his arguments. Too many times I find authors who weave the case studies into their text and you get the feeling they're trying to generalize principles from specific cases. Anyway. Back to the case study. It involves a rabbi and his wife, Michael and Julie Weiser, who had moved to Lincoln, Nebraska, to head the Jewish congregation there. They soon receive anti-Semitic and Nazi literature through their letterboxes, and get calls at night, threatening violence if they did not leave. The perpetrator was a man by the name of Larry Trapp. Trapp had grown up in a white supremacist family and was well known as the leader of the local Ku Klux Klan. 
The Wisers improved their home security and took precautions when leaving the house, but they knew this was not sustainable. Instead, the Wisers started to learn more about Larry Trapp. They found out that Trapp was almost blind and had both legs amputated because his diabetic condition was not treated when he was a child. They started calling him and leaving messages, appealing to his faith and pointing out that the Nazis passed laws against the disabled like Larry. But all the messages were full of hope that Larry could change. Larry eventually picked up the phone and was shocked when the rabbi offered to help him with his groceries, knowing that it might be difficult for Larry in his wheelchair. Larry did not take up that offer that day, but it did start a long process that ended with Trapp resigning from the clan. He apologized to all the people he had hurt and he eventually converted to Judaism. So, how does this case fit? into the reduced framework. The book explains that people like to feel they have control over their choices and will push back when someone interferes with their autonomy. This creates a state that Berger calls reactance. That's the R in the reduced framework. It's a bit like the forbidden fruit syndrome or how teenagers rebel against parental control. So to reduce reactance, Michael and Julie Weiser did not tell Larry what to do but encouraged Larry, slowly, to convince himself that he needed to change. In the end, Trapp was not doing something that the Wisers told him to do, but something that he wanted to do. This was definitely the most powerful case study in the book. And if an extremist could change his mind and behaviour, then anyone can This is the part of the podcast where I place the spotlight on one part of the book that you can use immediately in your business, or in an interview, or just to impress your business school friends. I call this the Did You Know section. In the book, Jonah mentions four ways companies can reduce customer uncertainty towards adopting a new product or service. They are 1. Harness premium 2. Reduce upfront costs 3. Drive discovery, and four, make it reversible. Harnessing freemium is like how Dropbox gives you some storage for free, but then charges you if you want more. The key, of course, is not to make the free storage so little that it's not worth it for anyone to even try it, or not making it so much that no one has any incentive to pay for the premium service. Reducing upfront costs is like how Zappos, the e-commerce shoe company, got people to try their products by offering free shipping. It's hard for me, as an Amazon Prime fan, to remember a time when there was no free shipping, but it was a bit of a revolution when Zappos started to offer this. As a new company, they faced the challenge that people wanted to try shoes before buying them, and to overcome the reluctance to shop online, they offered free shipping. And it worked. The average order size actually increased. Driving discovery is about getting to word out because people don't know your product exists. And the last one is making it reversible. It's kind of self-explanatory, but I can tell you this is not an easy thing for an organization to pull off. It's one thing to get your logistics right in terms of shipping a product to customers. It's quite another to handle returns or reverse logistics. So 
Zappos did not just offer free shipping, they offered free returns. And you also have money-back guarantees. So the next time you're asked to launch a product or you're in a case interview, you can use these four options. Of course, if you're actually launching a product, the big challenge is getting all this through your organization. And from my own experience, the surefire way of torpedoing all progress is to tell everyone that you're applying some framework you read in a book. Nonetheless, there is a lot you can learn from this book, The Catalyst, about how you can persuade your boss, your colleagues to accept your proposals. It all comes down to that acronym, REDUCE. While most business books or so-called gurus sell an acronym that promises quick results, it's clear that Jonah Berger's REDUCE is going to take a lot of time, whether you're convincing an eight-year-old, a colleague, your boss, or millions of potential customers. I have to admit that one of my motivations for reading this book was to see if there was a quick-fire way to get my daughter to obey my orders, but the catalyst showed me that's not the way to think about things. For every book I introduce, I have this segment called The Author Question. One question that I could ask the author. And my question for Jonah Berger is, everything you write makes a lot of sense, but people need a lot of patience to carry out the plan. In many cases, we don't have the luxury of time. For example, um, my boss is under pressure to deliver quarterly results, or I have a product launch deadline. What happens if you don't have the time to follow the reduced framework? I'm going to tweet this question to Jonah and hopefully he replies and I can share his answer. That's all for this first episode of The Book Judge. Thank you very much for joining me. If you have comments, you can tweet me at ConradChua16 on Twitter or send me a DM on Instagram. On Instagram, I am ChuaKH, that's C-H-U-A-K-H. Till next time, this is your book judge, Conrad Schwarz.